Tonight, I am hoping that there's so many of you here that are freelancers. I am gonna get started right now. Class is gonna start. <laughs> and bear with me because I got so many slides for us tonight, okay? All right, cool. So this is what we're gonna cover tonight, right? I'm gonna go over the golden rules, defining your superpowers, how to package your services, setting up your pricing, scopes and how to do that closure, and then tools for freelance. And then I did have a lot of screenshots of a lot of your questions, so I am gonna get to a lot of questions. And I do have a lot of cute templates for you to use, either message templates that you can use with your clients, okay? And then I'm gonna try and get to those questions. So the first thing I just wanna talk about is why freelancing, right? Like what are the benefits of freelancing? And here is the deal, right? Freelancing can absolutely be the gateway for you to leave that job that you hate. So a lot of people are in jobs that maybe they are not so happy, but how do you transition from a job that you hate into that freedom of being your own boss? Well, let me tell you, that is when freelance comes into play, right? You can do freelance on the side whilst you have that job that you hate because you're gonna have to save up, you should save up money before you take that leap. Don't take me as uh, the best example because I did not save up and I definitely was not doing freelancing. I literally just quit my job. So freelancing can be the gateway for you to get out of that job that you hate because you're going to be making this freelance on the side. Okay. All right, cool. And I would love all these emojis and interactions because I see them as I am talking to you and I love them. Okay, another thing, if you need extra cash, right? A lot of you that I am talking to right now are telling me, Alex, I have just started my micro business and I am just getting started, but I actually really do need money. So let me tell you, this is when freelance can really help you, right? So freelance can help you get that extra cash that in practicality in real life now you probably need okay now third thing freelance is going to be the first step for you to actually also start that micro business mini empire that a lot of you want it all starts with small steps a lot of you also want to start with big gigantic steps and no it shouldn't start with big gigantic steps because nothing that has been long lasting started with big gigantic steps so freelancing can also help you get started building that amazing micro mini empire that you want so these are some of the benefits of freelance that I just want to get out of the way. So you know that I love to make these classes interactive. If you can already tell me and comment with the emojis, what for you do you feel it's going to be the benefit of freelancing? If you guys can start commenting on if it is for making that extra cash, is it to start that micro business empire that you want? Is it because you want to get out of that job that you hate? I want to see those comments coming in. All right. I have a lot of class slides tonight. So again, if you're watching this on YouTube and on LinkedIn, I am seeing some of the LinkedIn comments coming in. I really love that StreamYard now allows for LinkedIn comments to be coming in and I can see them coming in now. So this is great. So I want to say hi to Hamid. I want to say hi to Fatty. Thanks for joining. I am on Instagram, so you might want to come and join me there. Okay, I am. I have a lot of slides here. <laughs> and I'm already seeing a lot of your comments. So... Let me get my slides ready. Guys, I have a lot of slides for you tonight. I hope you're feeling excited. All right, here we go. Let me get my slides ready. Where are my slides? What's happened to the order of my slides? Just bear with me a second. Let me see, let me see, let me see. 
Okay, here we go. Okay, so what I'm about to show you next is I have set up some golden rules for freelancing, okay? And here they are. And I have these freelance golden rules written because let me tell you, one of the first things that I notice with freelancers is for some reason, a lot of the freelancers have this feeling that they are not worthy, that for some reason, the word freelancer is associated with someone who's cheap or someone who can just be treated in any way whatsoever. But that's not actually the case. So I've put together here a freelance like a boss golden rules for you as a freelancer to take this and remind yourself of the golden rules that you as a freelancer need to have. So let's start going through them and I'm going to read them out loud. Yamina, this is a difficult time, plus Dubai is unpredictable. I want to wake up every morning not worrying about if I am about to keep or lose my job. I want peace, basically. Oh, I love that. And I completely understand how you feel. When I was in my last job, I was really, really unhappy and really, really depressed. But we got to have patience and we have to put to work all of the tools that we're going to talk here today. And that is already an amazing start. So what are the golden rules for you to freelance like a boss that I have put together? Because let me tell you, I know you guys need this. And every single house rebel in this house is going to leave here tonight and you will be freelancing like a boss. I no longer want to hear these horror stories that I hear. The first thing is you need to treat your freelancing just like a micro business. So it eventually grows into one. One of the biggest mistakes that I see is that a lot of freelancers don't actually take the freelancing seriously. Okay. So which leads me to the next one, just because you are a freelance, a freelancer, it does not mean that you accept to be treated like shit. You have your terms and conditions. Let me say that once again, just because you are a freelancer, it does not mean that you accept to be treated like shit in disrespectful ways, that you allow people to be rude for you. So let's get this very clear and out of the way in the beginning of tonight's class. You are a freelancer. You are delivering a service. You are doing a business for someone. You do not allow for people to step on you. Do we understand this? Is this super clear? Okay. So as a freelancer, you need to be friendly. You need to be high energy, but that does not mean you allow for clients to step over your boundaries. Let me say that one more time. As a freelancer, we need to be friendly. You need to be friendly. You need to be high energy, but that does not mean that you will put your head down and allow people to walk all over you. Ain't none of that. You are a freelancer. You have your boundaries. You have your terms and conditions. Yes. Okay, I want to see these thumbs up as I'm going, okay? There's a lot to cover tonight, okay? So, you need to organize the back end of your freelance business, okay? This is so important. Your payment books, your timelines, your invoices, all of that stuff needs to be organized. You cannot be running a freelance micro business if you are totally disorganized. So it is really important that you really have the back end of your freelance organized. And if you are a disorganized person, guess what? You're going to have to start being organized. Okay. So your books, your payments, your client folders, everything should be nicely organized. The way that you have the back end of your business, it's actually going to determine the health of your business. Even if you're just a freelancer. Okay. Is this all making sense to me? All right. Okay. Next. So 
your payment books, your timelines, your invoices, all of that stuff needs to be organized. Now, are you all ready with what I'm about to say next? Because this is the biggest rule of them all. You do not ever, 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 ever start work without any payment. Let me say that one more time because I have all the horror stories on my DMs. Oh, yes, I do. But Alex, I now don't have money. They did not pay me. What am I going to do? The responsibility was on you, unfortunately. And unfortunately, that's a lesson that you've learned the hard way. But good news, you're never going to make this mistake again. You do not ever start work without a 50% upfront payment. Never, never. And I'm going to dive deep into that in tonight's class, okay? So check out this list that I have written here for you. You do not start without the 50% upfront payment. Your prices can and should evolve. Let's talk about this a little bit. There is this misconception with freelancers that they need to get the formula right once and for all. I know, I talk to you guys so much. There's this misconception that as a freelancer, there's a formula and you gotta crack it and you gotta crack those prices and then that's it. That's the biggest mistake of it all. You will evolve. Your prices will keep on changing and I will dig deep on that tonight. I have a section tonight just on that, okay? So let's make sure that we understand that your prices can and should evolve, okay? You need to get a feel for the potential client. This is something that a lot of freelancers also maybe sometimes don't do. You don't spend time having that conversation or actually getting a feel for the client. And maybe you are talking on the phone a lot with him, right? But maybe you are too wrapped up on um, what are they saying? What do they want? How am I going to cost this? You are feeling so overwhelmed about it all that you are actually not doing something which can really set you up for success. And that is having a emotional connection with the client, listening into your instinct. Sometimes we know we can smell bad clients from very far. Sometimes we can tell this client is going to be a headache. This client is going to be dodgy. This client wants something that is so cheap. This client is going to, you know, mess me around. Listen to your instinct. Most of the times your instinct is right, but we just don't leverage. Remember, instinct is a huge strategy, talent, skill in business. So pay attention, get a feel for the client. Okay, next. Be clear about your freelance principles and payment terms. And I'm going to get into that tonight. You need to be confident and friendly, not arrogant and have good listening skills. So these are my golden rules because you guys seem to forget all of these. Okay. And I know that so many of these are probably relating with you. And if you can comment on the comments for me, the one that you probably need the most, again, I am going to leave all the slides for after the class for you to screenshot and download it. But I do want you to stick around till the end because I think I'm going to be announcing something really exciting. Also, if you enjoy and love these mini classes, you know, the only thing I'm going to ask for is for you to screenshot a moment from tonight and share it on your stories so we can keep spreading the love to many other people. All right. So this was freelance like a golden rules. I'm about to get started into our next segment. So let me get my slides up and going. Okay. So the first thing that I want to make sure that every single freelance, um, freelancer has is, let me see, is this my slide? Let me check my slide orders here. 
Yes. Okay. This is what I call setting up your freelancer menu. You know when we go, you know when we go to a restaurant, there's a there's usually if the restaurant is good, a very clear menu. It's very clear. This is one of the pitfalls of many freelancers where they go wrong. They are not being clear about their skills. So the first thing that I really want to make sure that every single one of you that is a freelancer or you know, you're thinking of becoming one is I want you to be totally self-aware of what are your skills. What are the services that you can deliver? You need to ask yourself, you need to write them down. What is it that I can do? Can I do Facebook ads? Can I do graphic designing? Can I make chocolate yummy cupcakes? Whatever the heck it is that you house rebels are going to be doing. I need you to be really clear in having that self-awareness of what are my services that I am going to deliver to clients. And a lot of them can be production work. So production work, things that actually take the production of doing. Are you gonna be making uh, cupcakes? Are you gonna be making YouTube videos? Are you gonna be editing, graphic designing? I don't know, there's thousands of things. Or is it more giving ideas, giving advice, strategic, creative advice? But the first thing is having a super clear self-awareness of what are these products? What is my shopping list? What is my food menu? Is this all making sense? Yes! I'm seeing all the thumbs up, the thumbs up. All right. I am going to move on to the next one, okay? All right. So, after you've got... And I want to show you actually an example. So when I left my, my last job, I was head of social media at TBWA. So TBWA was my last agency that I worked at. When I quit, I literally started consulting right away, right? So I actually still have my old website of my consulting time um, that I actually built on Wix. I'm going to give you a quick example here, right? So here is, where is this little video here? I want to show you. Oh. Is it not showing videos anymore? Oh, Instagram. Instagram's like an old granny these days. Okay, this video is not playing, so I'm just gonna keep on going. But this is like a little screenshot. Actually, I wanted to actually show you the video. Let me see if I can show you this video. Oh, here we go. So this is the video of um, my www.alexandramaya.com um, old website that I have. If you guys want to check it out, totally go check it out because it's still live. But you see here, there's a clear, precise outline of my food menu or my shopping list. All right. So let's keep on going. Next thing that I want to talk about with you is how to package your freelance services. So I know that this is something that I saw a lot on your questions, and I know that this is something that you guys struggle a lot with. So now that you have identified what are the things that I can deliver to clients and charge clients for, how do I now package my services as a freelancer? And I really believe there's three ways that you can go about this. So I'm going to break them down. Option A, option B, and option C. So pay attention carefully. And through my experience, I really believe these are these three ways are some of the three ways that you can get started with or you can experiment with. Okay, ready? All right. So the first one is going to be 
option A, and I call it the pick and choose option, meaning you are going to create a list of all the services that clients can pick and choose from. So just like how you saw now in my example, remember the example I just showed you now, that's a pick and choose option. So option A, pick and choose. You are going to show your potential clients a clear list of all the things that they can you know, purchase from you, that they can get a service from you from. And clients will be able to pick and choose what they want and you, Pay attention to what I'm about to say next. You are going to then, once they've picked and choose from the shopping list, you will then give them the total cost plus hours attributed to that. I have this written down. You will deliver a cost plus hours attributed, okay? Make sense? Jacob, Alex, keep the slides up, please. Yes, okay, slides are up, slides are up. So this is option A. So what would be option B? Here we go. Option B, I call it the hourly bundles. What is an hourly bundle? An hourly bundle is when you decide, you create a bundle, imagine of 10 hours, okay? So a client is going to purchase time from you. And within that time, you will do any of the work that you have identified from. So the client is going to know that they are going to have 10 hours from you. And within those 10 hours, you will be able to deliver all of the work that you have identified. So if you see there on purple, I say, you can create an hourly bundle. You can do any of the work from your services within the bundle. And then the clients can pick the hourly bundle that's best for them. We want to keep things very simplified as freelancers. So for you that you're a freelancer, it's all about simplicity and it's about not overwhelming a client and always making life easy for a client. Okay. So you probably just want to have one to two options of an hourly bundle. Hey, it's kind of like the pay as you go option of a phone. It is so easy. It is so simple. So option A, pick and choose. Option B, hourly bundles. Okay, cool. I am Africa. You need an SEO expert. I got you, girl. I have a really good friend who does SEO, so I'll DM it to you. People in the U have no concept of hours, says Neverland Diaries. Well, this is why you need to freelance like a boss so that you educate people on how you are going to be freelancing, okay? We cannot wait for the market to change. We have to be the change that we want to see. All right, so what is going to be option number C? Woo, preach! I thought that was a good one, what I just said. <laughs> All right. Option number C, it's going to be a package bundle, okay? A package bundle is certain services or certain products that live really well together. Maybe when you are selling your cupcakes, you are also going to sell mini cupcakes, for example. Or when you are building a website, you are also gonna set up your client with your you know, Gmail for business um, setup. There are certain products and services that can definitely live really well together, right? So. If this is your case, you could consider creating a package bundle of products and services that are like little micro families that actually are a really great value add for your client. So let's recap. There are three ways 
that I have really lived and breathed that I've seen that can be the best ways for you to consider. Now you need to see which one you think it's going to be best for you. Okay. Option A is a pick and choose. Like I showed you, if you look at my old website, www.alexandromaya.com, you are going to see a real life example. This is it. No, where's the real life example? This is a real life example of option A. When you have a clear, detailed outline of the things that people can choose from an order, okay? But you can also consider option number B. For example, I, as a consultant right now, work with option number B. Option number B is clients will actually buy hourly packs from me. So if you want consultancy with me, I have two consultancy hourly packs options and I have a one hour consultancy rate. So that means that within those hours, I can do a lot of work for your clients. So this is a great option for you to consider. I personally think this can be very, very good for many cases and it simplifies the process a lot. As long as you define what is the type of work that can happen within those hours, okay? And then the client can pick those, the bundle that they best prefer. Now, a package bundle is something that I think can really work for some of you. Maybe some of you are already thinking, yes, I can absolutely see how I can package some bundles. Or if you are feeling unsure on how you would do this, it's okay. It sometimes takes a degree of time and experience until you can see how you would package that bundle of services. Okay. So these are three options for you to consider. I want you to consider one and I want you to stick with one. I want you to simplify your process. I want you to streamline your time. I want you to be a freelance boss. Meaning, I want you to feel confident about all of the things that you are doing in your freelance micro business, okay? You gotta be taking this real serious, and that's what happens a lot of times. I don't see a lot of you taking these steps really serious. And then you are falling into all of those cracks of scope that's not clear, clients that are angry with you, and it's just such a mess, okay? so how to package your freelance services. You are going to decide on which one you are going to do. You are then going to put this on a website, okay? For example, if you want real life examples, I got real life examples. If you go to my website and you go to my consultancy page, you will see a very clear distinction of the three ways that you can do consultancy with me, okay? So you can create a landing page, absolutely, I mean a page on your website where you are going to have this clear, defined and designed so people can really understand what is the option that they have. Or you can just do a PDF that you send to clients. Or, and you can also have your rates on a hidden landing page, okay? So for example, I do that. You actually don't see the rates of my consultancy packs on my website. You see the options and you do see how much it costs for you to have a one hour with me and you can already book my one hour with me right away. You see how much it costs, you can book it right away and you do see my other um, consultancy bundles but if you do want the costs for those, I need to have an interaction with you and then I'll send you those costs. So, this is awesome. I am reading some comments coming in from LinkedIn. 
Yes, Hamid can. Anybody wanting to start their freelancing business in Dubai, make notes today. Yes, Hamid can. I should be streaming more on LinkedIn because this is awesome. I'm seeing a lot of engagement and um, this is great. I'm so glad you guys are enjoying over on LinkedIn that you are watching. Okay, cool. So let's continue on. So now you will, I want you guys to pick one from these three. I do not want you to have all of these three because that's going to be crazy. But will you go through some of these three options through your time of freelancing? Probably. Okay. All right. So Anastasia, Alex, it's so serious today. I am serious because this is a topic that I am highly passionate about because I started as a consultant as soon as I left my nine to five job. And it's the back, my consultancy is the backbone of my business. And I have made a lot of mistakes, but from the early first day, I knew I need to get my ass up in gear so that I could really be taken serious and that could, and that I really needed to get things like a little micro business. And to be honest, guys, that was what allowed me to go from four months of just consulting to then launch a business. So everything I'm telling you is coming from my heart, experienced, felt in my skin. I made a lot of mistakes mistakes and I don't want you to I don't want you guys to make my mistakes so hopefully that my mistakes can fast track you and that you can be freelancing like a boss and saving up all that money making all that money quitting that job that you hate and really building your mini empires so you can really have freedom I think the freedom that I have today to be able to do what I love is the one thing that I just can put a price to it it is really hard it takes a lot of love and dedication but I promise you if you put all of the ingredients that I'm giving you here tonight it is gonna work it's gonna work Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So what's next? What is going to be next? I have so many slides tonight. It's actually quite cool. Okay. So now that we have understood how we could package our products, there's three options. What do I want to talk to you next? The next thing that I want to talk about is the most asked question. Can you guys guess how to set up your pricing? Can I get some cool emojis going if this was the one that you were waiting for? So let's talk about how to set up your pricing. Okay, the first thing that I want to really dismystify here is a couple of principles. And if you really get this once and for all, life is going to be easy for you. So there is not a there is not a hidden formula somewhere because I get this asked a lot. Alex, is there a website somewhere that I can go and look at prices? Alex, do you know of that price? There's this conception that a lot of you have that for some reason you guys think that there are some hidden prices and, 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 and rates somewhere that you got to get access to, like some sort of hidden card somewhere. <laughs> Let me tell you how this goes. The first thing that you really got to do when it comes to pricing is I'm just going to quickly put the slide here. You really want to understand where your level is at. Okay. So there's a junior level, there's a middle level and there's a senior level. Okay. So I will bring that slide back up again. I just don't want you to get too overwhelmed and I want you to bear with me and stay with me with what I'm about to say. You want to have a common sense of understanding where you are at in your process, in your journey of the products and the services that you are delivering. Are you junior? Have you just started? Are you still learning your way around? 
Are you maybe mid-level? Do you feel super confident? You've already had quite a few clients and you are feeling confident and very secure about certain things that you can deliver. Are you more on that senior level? Senior level definitely means that you definitely have quite a few years behind you and you definitely have quite a robust experience and you really can think really quick on your feet and you have enough experience so that you can charge for higher rates. So let's talk about rates and let's talk about pricing. It is important for you to define an hourly rate because when you freelance, your time is money. So if you don't have a, con a sense of what your hourly rate is, it's almost kind of like you're on a boat and you kind of want to go somewhere, but you don't have a map and you don't really know how you're going to get there. You have to have some sort of attribution of value to your time. You got to figure out a value to your time. So I have put together some ballparks for you to consider just to kind of guide you. But what I want you to really understand is the methodology behind your costing and how it's going to evolve over time. Here is the question that I get asked a lot. How do I know what to cost and how do I know when to increase my cost? I get asked this so much all the time. Here, here's how it goes. You are going to make a decision on your hourly price. So for example, let's take a look at these ballparks. A junior level person can range between 100 dirhams per hour to maybe 150 dirhams per hour. If you are on that mid-level, you could go from 150 dirhams to possibly even all the way to like 380 dirhams. I really believe from my past four even if I'm gonna to put together my 12 year experience back in agency when I did work with freelancers, senior level should really ideally start at your 450 AD and then it can literally just continue going upwards, right? You know, you've got someone like a Tony Robbins that is gonna charge like, I don't know, a million dollars for a consultancy. You could charge a thousand dirhams for an hour. So these are some of just the ballparks that I want you to just play with. And I know that I do have a lot of international people in this house that maybe you are not, you are here and you are not in the UAE. So these prices are definitely UAE because those are the prices that I feel extremely confident on because this is the country that I've been working for the past 12 years now. So if you're outside and you are struggling, then totally DM me and I'll totally help you work out your prices in your own currency. Okay, so the first thing is be aware of where do you think you see yourself are you more on that junior level are you in that mid or do you feel like you're definitely in that senior the next thing I want you to do is to just make a decision this is it this is something to do with common sense supply and demand and market you are going to just make a decision you are going to look at that scope of work or that hourly bundle depending on the ABC option that you've picked and you are going to arrive at a conclusion that you feel it's fair this is it there's no science you have to use your common sense because let me tell you who's gonna tell you if your rates are working out the market is gonna tell you. It's something called supply and demand. The market is what you're gonna read and feed off of. So you have made the decision, let's imagine, that your hourly rate is gonna be 350. Or let's just imagine that you've decided to go for an hourly bundle of eight hours, and eight hours it's gonna be costed at a thousand dirhams. Here is what you do. 
that's what you commit with and that's what you start with. And once you start outreaching for clients, and we're gonna talk about that today, you are going to see what is their reception. If clients are going to take this price and you are going to get clients with this price, that's amazing. You're gonna take one, two, three, four. You're gonna take a few clients on that price point. After you've had a few clients on that price point, here is what you can do. For the next client, you can increase your rate a little higher. So see what you're doing? It's a constant dance that you're doing with the market, okay? It's a constant supply and demand with what the market tells you. So if you got three to four clients that have said yes on those rates, that's so great. The key takeaway is, this rate is working, client is happy, and when I decided for this rate, I was happy, so I cannot be complaining. So on my next client, I am gonna increase it a little bit. Now guys, I don't want you to go crazy. Don't go be increasing by double it. Let's do a third to a half of an increase. So small increments. So you are going to be incrementing your rates as the market is telling you. If you are having a lot of demand, you can definitely slowly increase your rates. If you are having a lot of pushback, pushback, no, 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 but you've tried, you've tried, you are trying, you are sending those DMs, you are doing all of that marketing stuff we talk about, and you keep getting pushback and you keep getting pushback, then you know what you gotta do. You gotta bring those prices down. So I wanna dismystify this idea that a lot of you have that your rates are forever set. Do you know how many times my rates have changed since I started HOS like four years ago? There's only been one rate that has really not changed much and that's my hourly rate. My hourly rate was 400 when I started and now it's 550. But my bundles and my prices are constantly tweaking. Now there is one thing that I really believe you should honor. Existing clients, I really believe that you should remain with the cost that they've had with you. So if I change my hourly rates now, I'm not gonna go back to my existing clients and when they wanna renew, I'm gonna tell them, hey, my rates have increased. I don't believe that that's good practice, so I'm just passing that on to you. So your existing clients, you are gonna keep at that rate that you have. Of course, this all depends on scopes and other details and I'm gonna try and do an overview here, but I do believe this subject has room for a more deep dive, which is why you want to stick around till the end because I think I have something really exciting for us. So, is this making a little bit more sense? Is this really, really making a little bit more sense? I know that this is one of the trickiest areas, but once you understand the principle of, I wanna start with something that feels right to me, I'm gonna go after my clients. Are my clients saying yes, 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 yes? Cool, my next client, I'm gonna increase by a third or by a half. Am I getting a lot of pushback? Am I getting a lot of pushback? Then I gotta reduce my prices a little bit down, okay? Is this under, this is called supply and demand. This is called reacting to the market, okay? So, let's keep on going. This is so excited. Dazzling Designs is saying absolutely. Tips from Lips is saying yes. Pereira Helen all the way in South Africa. I'm so glad that you're here. Activity Traveler, you have given me so much guidance from the last 10 minutes. Yes! All right, I'm only halfway through. So, let's continue on, okay. Digital Trainer is saying makes sense. What's going on here on my LinkedIn? Woo, there's a lot of LinkedIn, um, 
There's a lot of uh, cool LinkedIn comments happening on LinkedIn. I'm so excited. I see Redab, you said bad quality that became the standard is another real overwhelming challenge. Yes, it is. I will tap into that later on the Q&A session. Okay, so here it is. Here are some ballpark prices for you that can really help you at least start with. Okay, so this is just a reminder okay so everything that i've just literally said now is up in here on this slide so what are we going to do next okay the next thing that i want to talk to you about is something called scopes and something about closing the deal so what is a scope what should go into the scope and what are the things that a lot of you are failing um, on having these details, which is really setting you up for a lot of trouble. Actually, I do want to take a little bit of a step back. So when I did say, once you decide on which um, bundle you want to go for, do you want to do a pick and choose? Do you want to do an hourly rate? Do you want to do a package product? You then are going to obviously put that up on a website, okay? When you are creating this landing page, this website, this PDF, that is where you also include your payment term. Your payment terms of getting paid 50% upfront to kick off a project. You can use words like, 50% upfront to kick off a project. You can use words like 50% payment to activate project. This needs to be written on these pages, these PDFs, these landing pages. I don't know why, but a lot of you tell me that you are shy about this. There can be no shyness about your payment de uh, terms. People that want to work with you will respect you so much more because it shows that you know your worth. It shows that you're running your business like a boss. You are a freelancer, but you're a freelancer like a boss. So your payment terms needs to be clearly identified in these pages. And I'm going to keep on saying this in this session because I know that this is a lot of the pain areas. Okay. All right. Oh, gym class with coach Jay, $550 to run to peeps. This will be a $300 CD. Alex will be here in August. <laughs> I love you. I love you, Coach Jay. Okay, cool. So let's keep on going. All right. So the next thing that I want to talk to you guys is about scope and closing the deals. Okay. Scope. First of all, what is a scope? I call a scope like a shopping list, right? We all have a shopping list or a recipe, right? A recipe has all the key ingredients. A shopping list has a list. A scope is something that completely outlines everything that you and the client have decided together. I have done thousands and thousands of scopes. In fact, for 12 years of working in the agency side, I was most of my time doing scopes. And even with House of Social, I still do a lot of scopes for my bigger clients. Usually those are my bigger clients that I do ad hoc costing. So what are some of the things that absolutely you have to put in your scopes? And scopes, will definitely be for option A. Option A is when people can pick and choose, okay? And possibly also for option C. Remember option C? Option C is when we are bundling a family of products together, okay? So you definitely need to have your payment terms. You definitely need to say 50% upfront. And then you also need to say that the remaining of the 50% comes in on the agreed project end date. 
This is something I also do want to talk about because, okay, the client has paid you the 50% upfront. That's great, fantastic. It's gonna be the massive achievement to so many of you. But it is important to say that the remaining last 50% is going to be paid on the project delivery end date. This is really important to be determined. If you're talking about huge projects, so last year I had this huge, humongous project, we split the payment into three to four parts. Okay, so payment, turns need to be on a scope. Here is something that I hardly see. Quantity of assets. How many of you are guilty to not put in how many quantity of assets? And then suddenly you are finding yourself with a client going, hey, I need more 10 IG stories. Or maybe if you're baking cupcakes, hey, can I have like 10 more cupcakes? Sorry, quantity of the things. It's really important, okay? Now, I was asked this question, how can I avoid endless rounds of revisions with my clients? This is something that also needs to go on your scope. Your scope should 100% have a cap on the amount of revisions. I really urge you to think about this, okay? Because otherwise you are going to find yourself with some kind of crazy nutty clients and we know they all exist. I'm just trying to fix my life here where they may forever and ever and ever be wanting for revisions and revisions and revisions and revisions and then you want to kill the client and then you're going to end up hating the client and then the client doesn't understand why you're angry because you never set a cap on revisions so you have i really suggest that you put a cap on the amount of revisions so you can say up to three revisions up to four revisions okay so and I know that maybe if you now are thinking, oh shit, I didn't do that. And now my client is asking me for so many revisions. If you are in this situation right now, the best thing that I can tell you is if you really feel that you've done enough revisions, I really urge you to just have a human common sense conversation and say to the client, you know, I think I've done a fair share enough of revisions. So I really believe that if you want more revisions now, I would have to like charge you extra. It's a little bit of a gray area because you didn't set the standards at the beginning. So now you are navigating in that gray area. Remember, if we freelance like a boss, there ain't no gray area. There's black and there's white, okay? So if you are in that situation now, this is what I advise you to do. Okay, so things that definitely need to go on scope. Number of hours, you should cap your hours. Remember, time is money. So even though you have a scope, you should definitely attribute the time to the cost that you are going to attribute to this, okay? And then obviously, you are going to put some possible timelines. You wanna define some milestones. So, scopes. These are some of the things that are 100% a must for you to put in your scopes, okay? so. Now, let's talk about how to close that deal. And I also have a real life example here of the ideal business development scenario. But before I go there, I have an extra thing added on here, which is what you are going to send via email. You are going to make sure that via email, you are going to share the option, your option, either you have the hourly bundles, 
either you have you know all of the the pick and choose option or you've done product packages you are going to share that with a client okay and you either have that on a private landing URL or it's a PDF okay you are going to then have your payment terms to kick off the project this is so important you are going to re-emphasize that again you are going to have your payment details ready either a link to your PayPal or your bank details for bank transfer and you are going to say do you have any questions let's jump on the phone so I thought I would create a real-life scenario of what it would be like um, if you were to handle a client situation and it's going to help me demonstrate how you can say certain things and how you can handle um, this whole process okay Are you guys ready Woo! all right what's going on in here let me see some of your comments Jacob Millard I love boss Alex <laughs> are you guys loving this all right so let's get started with this real-life scenario of what it's going to be like when people are reaching out to you to be for your services okay so let's start part one okay you are going to get a message okay did you guys notice how I have unicorns versus human because I really want you guys to be unicorn freelancers okay unicorns are people that have badass skills okay <laughs> all right so the first thing that's going to happen is someone is gonna write to you Facebook Messenger Instagram DM WhatsApp whatever smoke signs but somebody is going to write to you okay if somebody will say hi Anna I am interested in or they're gonna say hey I need help with XXX okay what are you gonna do what are you going to say okay this is so important everything that I have here for you next has a lot of strategic details so pay attention you can copy paste it I want you to copy paste it I want you to use it you ready here we go okay you are going to say actually I have this up in here you are going oh, you are going to say I am so happy you reached out would love to help you and get to know you this is high energy this is being friendly it doesn't mean that you are committing to things it doesn't mean that you are saying yes yes I'll do anything for you it just shows high energy which means you are using positive friendly adjectives and you are sending out good open friendly vibes see what it means to be high energy but low investment you're just being high energy okay so hi I'm so happy you reached out would love to help you and get to know you why don't I start off by sharing with you what I do that way you can get familiar with the services with my services check out the link here did you see what I did there I started slowly I said I would love for you to get familiar with my services check out the link here this already starts a conversation this already puts you in a position as well of control that you have services you have products you have got something ready that they can take a look and the word familiar life familiarize I can't say it now is also going to help you start that conversation and then when you say check out the link here that's when you are going to insert the link to your website or maybe that PDF okay but let's continue on reading the message you are then going to say I would like to jump on a brief call when is a good time for you and I'll also check my diary too so here is what's going to happen you are already being prompt by wanting to jump on a brief call every word that I've chosen has a reason 
because you don't want to be having a one hour call with a client. Well, you want to avoid it. Sometimes you can have a one hour call with a client and it turns out to be a great investment, but I want you to get smart with your time. I don't want you to be spending a lot of hours that actually turn into a ROI negative. Yes, we have to input a lot of love and we have to invest a lot, but that doesn't mean we are not smart. A brief phone call using the word brief already puts it clear that this is not going to be a one hour call. I am not going to solve all your problems for you. This is just going to be kind of like a get to know call, but here is the link to my services. I want you to get familiar with them. So this is part one to the conversation. The person is either going to say, yes, here is the time. And you guys are going to sort out the time. I do want you to fight for that phone call. And here is why, because I want you to get a vibe for the client. What if this client is not a cool client? What if he sounds super arrogant? You ain't got to work with him. Remember your vibe attracts your tribe and you're not here to appeal to everybody. You want to learn as well to say no. You want to learn to also be like, Ooh, that person was really rude on the phone. That person kept interrupting me, that person just kept, you know, sounding very aggressive. That is someone I don't want to work with. So it is important for you to have that brief phone call because it's also going to get to know you. Now, I'm not saying that this is hundred percent for it all. There's a lot of people, for example, on Fiverr that will never talk to you, right? But they will certainly be spending a lot of time on WhatsApps with you and sending voice notes. I've worked with quite a few, a few freelancers on Fiverr and they are so friendly. They send a lot of WhatsApps. They send a lot of VNs. Okay. So let's continue to part number two of this real life scenario. Okay. So. Where's my slides? My real life scenario slides. Okay. Part number two. No, this is part number two. Okay. So part number two is the conversation you are going to have with this human here. I really made this for you. You are going to take these slides and you are going to use them. Okay. You are going to ask about them. What do they do? Their business, their lives. Like you want to get to know them. You want to get a good sense of what is the business? What are they looking for? Where are they? Are they in Dubai? Are they in China? Like la 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 la. Are they married? Do they have kids? Are they very busy? Like you want to get a good sense of what this human is like. You want to ask, what do they want to happen? Ideally, this is my big secret. My biggest secret as a consultant comes in this question. What do you want to happen? And you will be surprised how a lot of people actually don't know the answer to this. Some people have an idea and it's a macro idea. Some people have a micro idea. Macro means that they have the big picture and they know what that they are working towards. Some people are more micro and smaller and they know exactly what's that specific thing that they are working for. And you want to test the ground. This is a really good way for you to just test your client to kind of see do they kind of have a clue of what they want? <laughs> a lot of clients actually don't know what they want, but I'll get to that in just a moment. Okay. So you then are going to ask, do you have a clear idea on what you need? Because if this client reached out to you, it's because there was some sort of sense that they think that you can give them something that you need. So do you have a clear idea of what you need? So these are some of the three initial questions that I really want to make sure that you put across when you are having a chat with them. Now, as you can see on my slide, there's more things that I want you to do. See how I have this ear emoji on my slide. I want you to get a feel for the client. Do you feel some dodgy vibes? <laughs> okay. After you ask these questions and you hear them out, this is what I want you to say. See how my slides say, say in caps. Okay. You are going to say, 
I would love to go through my services with you and the way that I work with my clients. So this is a really, really awesome way for you to take them through the services that you do. So if you are in person, you're going to open up that page. If you are on the phone, you're going to open up that page and you are going to read your services out loud. So this is so important. After you ask those questions, you are going to say, okay, you know what, Johnny, you know, Johnny, I would love to take you through the services that I do and how I work as a freelancer. And this is the chance for you to, to lay the ground and say, this is what I do. These are my hourly bundles and this is how they go and da 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 and this is my payment per terms for me to activate any work with you. We kickstart with a 50% upfront payment. See how early in the relationship you are setting your ground, you are defining your terms and conditions. So there's no gray areas. This is what I do for you, Johnny. These are my payment terms. 50% to get started. All right. You are already putting it all out there. Okay. Now, must say, I'm continuing on reading my slide. Mention your services, mention your payment term. Okay. Now you are going to ask more questions after this. You need to ask again, do they know what they want or do you need to work that out together? Maybe the client hundred percent knows what they want and that's going to be great. Maybe it's going to be a brainstorm and a conversation and you are going to arrive at a conclusion. For example, in my case, a lot of clients actually don't know what they want. And a lot of my job ends up being helping clients figure out what it's good for them. Okay. And that really is a role that you will see if you have that capacity or not. A lot of freelancers and consultants, have that ability, others don't. So you also need to be super self-aware with the things that you can help your clients with. If your client doesn't have a clue really on how they should get their business started, maybe you need to say, listen, I think you kind of need a business consultant to help you figure out your next steps. And then once you do, you can totally come back to me and I am so ready to design your website. So, you know, be super confident in the areas that you know that you can help your clients and, and then other areas that maybe you are not, and you can push them into places and people that you think will help them. You want to be of so much value to your client, even if right there and then they may not convert with you right away. Okay. Now, here is another thing that I get asked a lot, which is about budget. Yes, you should totally ask if they have a budget in mind. So for example, if you don't have the bundle prices or the package prices, and you are talking about option A, which is the menu option, you can absolutely ask your clients, do you have a budget that you are working with? And this is how you say it. It's a super simple uh, question. Do you have a budget that you are working with? Because it will actually help me a lot help you if I know what your budget is. This is how you say it. Me knowing your budget will actually help me help you even more. It's only so that I can help you because a lot of times I will get a lot of emails of people writing me very lengthy emails saying that they want, for example, a super fancy website and they send me the references of these websites and it's all super fancy and it's all super amazing. And then there's like this big, long email. And then when I say, what is your budget? And they say to me, Oh, for example, we only have 5,000 dirhams. That already has helped me a lot because I can already say, okay, that's okay that you only have 5,000 dirhams. There's nothing wrong, but then the conversation changes. 
Welcome back to my podcast, You Got This with Alex. You have no idea how excited I am that me and you are here together. I made this podcast for you. If you need a little extra energy in your marketing, your life, your business, that little mini empire you are building, this is the place to be. I truly hope the next episode brings you value. And hey, if it does, feel free to share it on your Instagram tag me because I would love to get to know you. All right, listen in, let's go.